Business. We are back in business, boys, man. Two weeks, two weeks off, but uh, you know we had to do a little mid-season buy, man. The shit, yeah. shit was picking up quick. You always say the teams get the buys. We need, we need a buy too. So yeah, yeah. Took, took a couple weeks off, but had one good week of football. I felt like last week, and then the week before was kind of bad. Um, yeah, week nine was tough. Week ten was pretty good, and uh, definitely produced one of the most entertaining games of the year with one of the best performances, Justin Jefferson, single-handedly taking over. What a what a game. That game was absolutely insane. Uh, Scott yes. Hansen said it. That game will be on ESPN, uh, NFL Network, you know, for years to come. Like mm. Classics. I can't believe it. <laughs> so many people lost some fantasy games because of that shit. Yeah, it had, like, Super Bowl, you know, feels to it. Um, just getting stopped at the one to the fumble, and then the Bills still getting the field goal that they needed. You know, Vikings get it first. Is Josh Allen yeah. not going to get another chance? Thinking Just about perfect it. Perfect storylines. And then Pat Pete. He gets a chance. And then Pat Pete. What have we learned this year more than anything? Is like, don't try these veteran corners. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore, Pat Pete. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing a ton of guys, but don't do it. Especially not when it's money time. And th- those guys have stepped up. Pat Pete stepped up huge that game. And, uh, yeah, we got to start talking about the Minnesota Vikings. They're definitely in a discussion to be a for real team. But, like you said, Week 10 was amazing, and let's just go ahead and deal with the tough news and the tough heartbreaks from uh, Week 10 right away. Had a couple of dud performances, man. We had some, 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 some fancy owners and moments where they needed these guys to step up. Week 10 of fantasy football, trade deadline week. These guys hurt you this week. Um, Amari Cooper, Cleveland Browns. He's been fantastic all season. Tough matchup against Miami, though, with a very good secondary. Yeah, the Browns just have not looked good the past couple of weeks, except for that win against the uh, the Bengals in primetime. You're hoping Deshaun comes back. It's weird that he's practicing now, but he still can't play for two more weeks. Very so, weird. Yeah. And we'll hope that, you know, if you're in the playoffs and you have Amari Cooper or DPJ, who's looked really good as a waiver wire ad for sure, uh, then, you, then you're looking okay. Um, Detroit Lions running back DeAndre Swift looking to be back healthy, but uh, for back-to-back weeks, that once high-powered Detroit Lions offense has struggled, and their their best player on offense, uh, DeAndre Swift, has been struggling as well. Yeah, DeAndre Swift had, I think, higher usage, but it's still not what you want to see. You know, Jamal Williams is still a big part of that that backfield, and then Justin Jackson getting a ton of carries with Craig Reynolds out. Um, yeah, so that's just perfect. eating into the workload. Yep, and then you still got Jamal Williams being extremely active as well. Seems like now Detroit's trying to probably kind of save DeAndre Swift's uh, you know legs as they're not you know a contending team right now. So that could be unfortunate for many fantasy owners. Yeah, it's tough to have those three running back backfields. I know we talked about it before, but like Philadelphia comes to mind because we just watched them. You know, Miles Sanders really gets you know, taken out a lot just because Gainwell's good in the passing game and they bring Boston Scott in and goal line to yeah. short yard situation. So it eats into those running backs. And we, we haven't seen a lot of good running backs. We finally saw one, Jonathan Taylor, have his big game, Jeff Saturday in the house. Big win for the Colts. Yeah, no, definitely big win for the Colts. Uh, Jeff Saturday sneaking in there for a head coaching job. What a fucking crazy show. Uh, but, hey, you got a dub, and Matt Ryan's back in the starting quarterback. What's going on in Indy? That's just a madhouse. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I hope they keep winning. 
just be Saw fun. You know? Yeah. Like if Jeff Saturday just takes control of that locker room, they turn into the, the team they should be, run the ball, good play action, they play good defense. They did lose uh, Shaq Leonard. He's out yep. for the year, you know, formerly known as Darius Leonard, which, oh, I wish he was still Darius Leonard. <laughs> he, he hasn't been the same player. Oh, man, back to some struggling uh, some struggling receivers, man. Uh, 49ers, two big studs struggled this week. George Kittle and Debo Samuel. You knew with the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey, people were going to lose some targets. But um, George Kittle has definitely been a tight end who has struggled to find his grasp this, uh, this season. Yeah, absolutely. And even McCaffrey's not getting full volume right because Elijah Mitchell's back and he's eating into that. So Ayuk looked pretty good, but he dropped the touchdown, fumbled. Uh, I, I don't really know where that offense is going to go, but I, I trust that team. I think that's a really good team in the NFC. Uh, I don't think their record, you know, indicates how yeah. good they are. So really good defense. Um, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell owners definitely have to be a little happy. Comes back from an IR injury. He's been out for several weeks, and they still want to keep him involved in the offense. So that's definitely good news for him. Um Alvin Kamara and that Saints offense. That's another offense that has struggled this season. Many questioning why Andy Dalton is still a starting quarterback. Why not famous Jameis? I think we're getting Jameis. I think we got to get Jameis soon. I think we're getting Jameis this week, week 11. Yeah. I think uh, they kind of have to. The offense looks so stale the last two weeks. You know, they can't even get the ball to Olave. You know, yeah. that's kind of the, the big part that they've been successful with early in the year was getting the ball downfield, throwing it to Olave, young stud, got Jarvis Landry back. I think they got the rookie Trevor Penning back, so maybe yep. they're getting healthy. And uh, if Jameis is good to go, he needs to be out there because he's always willing to make a play. Yeah, it seems like right now Alvin Kamara is just facing a lot of pressure in the box and just hasn't really had any room to get busy. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully with Jameis come back in, they kind of loosen up and Alvin Kamara can get free. But he has not been the number one running back that, you know, you want him to be this season. Yeah, and Mark Ingram has been banged up too, which, you know, also hurts Kamara. He kind of needs that uh, RB2 to kind of rely on, you know, get a quick rest, go back in there. Uh, speaking of running backs who have not really had a great season, um, I got to hit the panic button on this guy. It's getting real scary over there in Kansas City. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I I think he has fell out of love in Kansas City quickly. Yeah. yeah, it happened very fast. I mean, he's not getting any work over Pacheco right now, and McKinnon's going to be the guy in the passing game, so. Clyde Edwards is kind of in that RB3 spot where he's not doing much. I think he had 6% snap share last game. And that was after Pacheco fumble. And still went 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 back to him. And went right back back to him. him. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, yeah, for, you know, for those people who drafted Clyde Edwards as your running back two this season, that's a tough bullet to bite. And, you know, now in week 10, right around the trade deadline, probably someone you're stuck with. But um, if you're stashing Pacheco, Pacheco, though, are you a little excited? I mean, oh, I know, you're excited if you're stashing Isaiah for sure. They That's, haven't been able to really run the ball too well. But not many are stashing him. He's he's definitely the top of the waiver the waiver wire pickup this week for sure. Yeah, if he's available, I I picked him up when he was announced the start of that one game. I got him, and I've just been holding on to him ever since. And it looks like he's going to be the starting running back split in time with McKinnon, obviously. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, speaking of running back backfields, Kareem Hunt, man, didn't get moved at the deadline like he wanted to and uh, hasn't 
Nick Chubb has been amazing. <laughs> like Chubb has been so good, it's hard to keep him off the field. And that that kind of takes into some of Kareem Hunt's action, I, I feel. And I feel like fantasy owners, again, playoffs are about four weeks away. This is not the time to be having these type of situations in the locker room. No, if if you got Hunt, you're probably just benching them. I don't think you're dropping them, right? No, no, I don't think so. But he is definitely someone who's probably gotten you a lot of big wins early this season. I, I think it's time for you to kind of start looking and plan B, plan B moves for sure, because that well is probably dry. Yeah, and one guy I wanted to talk to you about because he's on my team, and I just I start him every single week, and doesn't matter. He plays, ATL. I start him. Kyle Pitts. ATL. I'm already knowing it. I mean, am I crazy? Yeah, you are. You got. I mean, at this point, Juwan Johnson is giving you better fantasy than Kyle Pitts. Yeah. The backup was, tight end. Was, you can't miss that big game. <laughs> the, the back end tight. The backup tight end for the Saints is giving you better production than Kyle Pitts. He gets the targets. He's got seven, eight, nine targets a game. Mariota just cannot get him the ball. I mean, if he doesn't score, it's not it's not worth the, it. The Falcons are basically the Chicago Bears. They have went all in on the run game this season. They have shown no ability to pass the ball, and they really don't want Mariota to pass the ball often, I don't feel. I mean, especially with Cordero getting healthy again. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more. Um, if you were able to move Kyle Pitts for the name at the deadline, I think that's a steal for an owner. I think that was like an early season thing. I had to move yeah. him, you know, like week yeah. three or four. At this point, I'm, I've just been – I'm starting him until his bye, and then I'll pick up another – because I don't, I don't roster a backup tight end. No, nah, I hold does. two. Um, but it, it's getting to that panic button where I've been smashing it, and it's still – I'm not doing anything about it. Another unhappy player who didn't get dealt at the deadline, man, Brandon Cooks for the Houston Texans. Kind of puzzling, honestly, that they kept him. Um, he found contract. He, he took a week off because he didn't want to be part of the team. He came back this week, kind of struggled. Is that someone that you think is going to maybe figure it out, turn it around, or can you kind of see this continue for the rest of the season and fantasy owners might be in trouble? I mean, you weren't, like, really excited about the quarterback situation before the season, so – but he had the receptions, uh, though, last year, you know. He, he was just peppered with passes, 8 to 10 get passes a game. He's a professional. He's, you know, he's not going to, I don't think, sit out. But, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't count on him for any fantasy production. Green Bay Packers, A.J. Dillon, man. That's that's the one I keep starting. I started yeah. against the Lions, you know. It's, it's the Lions. Had to. The running back, you got to start him. And um, another disappointing outing. I think three weeks ago I said I was done with them and I kept playing them, so that's my fault. That's on that's on, that's on me. That's right here. I'm and, uh, I'm done. I'm done playing them for sure. Yeah, Aaron Jones has completely taken over that backfield and good win against the Cowboys. We'll see if they can uh, string a few together. Uh, some guys who have some big weeks this week, man. Some guys are starting to figure it out. Uh, you started off with Jonathan Taylor. About time. <laughs> time. I mean, they, they they brought a center in to you know fix the offensive line, fix the run game, fix maybe the uh, the culture yeah, in the locker sorry, room. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, the love how, I love how he played Matt Ryan too, because like they weren't he they, he he was probably in practice all week. Like we're not gonna win with this guy, <laughs> you know. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellinger, but we can't. I'm playing Matt Ryan. Sit down. Yeah, I got a Hall of Famer on the bench. And Matty showed out. Maddie showed out. Um, Vintage. Tight end. Chicago Bears. You, you said you're having some tight end issues. 
Cole yeah. Komet. Cole Komet for Chicago Bears. I think he, I think he figured it out. That Bears offense is starting to tick a little bit. Gotta love what you're seeing out of Fields, mostly Fields. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Komet, great, great two games together. Uh, he got five touchdowns in three games. Yeah, it's fantastic because the receivers aren't doing anything. You know, Claypool he's also got been, he's also got zero touchdowns in the other eight games. But. <laughs> Claypool hasn't had his breakout game. I know we're gonna talk about injuries. Khalil Herbert is out for uh, for a little bit, so Montgomery's gonna get a little bit of a boost. If you want to talk about a, a big a big game, we got Christian, Christian Kirk had a solid game against the Chiefs. Uh, that was kind of the early Christian season, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk's actually been on a steady path this season. You know, it's kind of making that contract that they gave this offseason that everybody second guessed seem like a great, great move. Um, two touchdowns you, this past week. Can you guess where he's at in half PPR? Like, where's his player rank? Probably wide receiver like seven or eight. Got it. On the money. Eight? Seven. Eight. Oh, seven. Yeah. Kirk's my guy. I, I love Christian Kirk a lot. Um, another guy stepping up this week, um, Tony Pollard. Zeke continues to miss time, and Tony has been amazing. His stats when Zeke are out, and like the three games Zeke's, Zeke's out, he's got five touchdowns or six touchdowns and like 400 something yards. Like he's a monster. He's about to be a free agent. He's gonna go to a, he's gonna get a, a, a good bag and, and go to a team and maybe be the number one. I think he could, you know, he has that like that home run speed where he's fine as a number two he's got to get the carries he's got to get like 15 touches yeah and he's proven himself on the receiving end already so he's definitely a back that can give you the three down that you're looking for in this league Mm -hmm. um and he he, decent pass blocker i like tony pollard i wouldn't be surprised if uh jerry jones finds a way to keep him oh yeah i wouldn't be surprised if jerry has seen enough um Jeff Wilson bounced around, gets to Miami this season at the trade deadline, kind of unexpectedly. And uh, he's over there making a name for himself. Raheem's got some company. Yeah, Jeff Wilson, whoever picked him up, is a happy person because he already knows the offense. You know, he was with Mike McDaniel last year in San Francisco. uh, So it's not like he's got to come in, learn new lingo or anything. He came in and has taken over that backfield. He's fast. So is Mostert, too. Like, their whole team is just fast. Like, what if we get the fastest guys in the NFL, put them together on offense? Get your athletes in space, and they'll find a way to do it. Two is probably one of the hottest quarterbacks in fantasy football right now since he's returned from his injury. Uh, Miami's looking very good offensively. You definitely like what you're seeing. Want to get some thank you cards out to some guys I just did not expect to see booming this week. How about the rookie out of Green Bay, Christian Watson? Damn. Yeah, if you, if you had to start him in a deep league or something, ooh. Yeah, it's got to feel so good. Yeah, because uh, yeah. like, like I, there were some people that said that said like he could have a big game. You picking him up? I think you got to Green Bay, especially been a team that you're still waiting to have a breakout receiver. Mm-hmm. Lazar's been just solid. You know, yeah, he's been good. He's been good. Hasn't been amazing by any means. You know, hasn't been bad, but he's been one touchdown and 75 yards on five catches. He's been fine. So if you can get that guy. And if it could be Christian uh, Christian Watson, that'd be good, uh, especially if Romeo Dobbs still missing time. Yeah, and how about my guy, C.D. Lamb? Eighty-eight. Yes. Yes. What a what a performance! I know they got the 
they took the L, but CD really showed out. He's been reading the tweets, man. He's been seeing people talk about him being overrated. Wide receiver one. CD said, I'm really one of those guys. Um, Now, a guy who took me by shock this weekend, Tennessee Titans, a team who has struggled um, as far as wide receivers go. Nick Westbrook had a game. He was balling out. I'm not sure if anyone started him this week, but it's a possibility because they were very shorthanded at receivers. Yeah, Nick Westbrook Akine had a monster day against a good Broncos defense too. Not not any slouch. Could have been just you know two mishaps in in coverage, but uh, you got to be a little excited if he takes over because Robert Woods has not been the guy that you thought uh, when he signed that contract. No, and uh, Traylon Burks just returning from injury, so he's still getting back. Um, learning the playbook and everything. So, like you said, Westbrook could be that guy. But the worst part about Week 10 was definitely all the injuries that we had. We lose Zach Ertz, tight end for the Arizona Cardinals, man. That's a That was a big one. Done for the season. You know, of course, that kind of ties into the waiver wire pickups. Probably looking at a guy like Trey McBride, to the, the rookie here, to kind of have a good season. Yeah, I, I think he got to just because – Someone's got to step up and fill that Zach Ertz role. Zach Ertz has been a good, consistent, productive tight end. L.A. Rams, they've been battling with Matt Stafford at QB, seeing if he's going to be healthy. But big news in Week 10, Cooper Cup, man. Uh, IR. Immediately IR, ankle surgery needed. That's huge. Yeah, hopefully you're a team that's kind of like got the playoffs locked up, you know, because he's going to be out for at least until Week 15, right? Yeah. Fantasy playoff start. So – I don't know, man. That's a tough – Van Jefferson is back, so he's someone that can maybe step up. Uh, Allen Robinson's going to have to, you know, maybe get more ca- catches. And Skronik, do, do you maybe dip into there a little bit? I think I think you have to. I think it has to be Skronik and uh, Van Jefferson to be the favorites. I mean, just to this point, Allen Robinson hasn't mm-hmm. made much of the opportunity. And I, as much as I want to see him be that next guy, you know, represent Michigan, that just really hasn't happened yet. Uh, another tight end, man. We lost Dallas Goddard, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Huge injury for them. This has been one of Jalen Hurts' favorite targets, if it's not um, A.J. Brown. And I think it was on that face mask that they didn't call. The one that they didn't call late in the game. Yeah, uh, which was just terrible. Pretty yes. pretty game deciding right there. Yeah, obvious. Um, but Goddard going down is big. He's been in my, my office league. He's been carrying me. He's been so good. Uh, PPR. Just getting a ton of catches, finding the end zone. So that's a big loss. I don't know who steps up. I know they got a number 89 blanking on his name. Probably Grant Calcaterra. Calcaterra. Grant Calcaterra, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's shout a backup out, right there. Shout out uh, SMU. Was that Oklahoma first? Transferred to SMU. Jerry Judy. Not sure the the extent of his injury yet. Uh, looks like an ankle sp- sprain, though, um, either mild or high ankle sprain. So he can miss a couple of weeks. While he hasn't been, you know, anything amazing this season because that Broncos offense has just been horrendous. Yeah. Definitely still a big a big injury to, you know, some fantasy owners that have still been starting him week to week. He's had a good last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and it, it sucks because it was non-contact on a route. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I think they're getting an MRI. Maybe they're waiting on the results there. See the extent of the injury. I don't know if you're really picking up any Broncos receivers to kind of replace them just because they, they're yeah. terrible. Yeah, they're they're really bad over there. NFL's gotta fix this damn field issue. Yes. You see, you see the players Grass, complaining. Right? You, see, you see the players complaining about it. 
and eat some grass. But uh, did you hear the the Broncos 18 point stat? No. Man, if they would score 18 points every game in regulation this year, 18, they'd be eight and one. Damn, that's terrible. That's, that's how good their defense has been and how bad their offense has been. <laughs> They're atrocious, man, man. 18. Yeah, you I mean, can't the Lions, ask. The Lions are averaging like 27, and they're 3-6. and six. I was going to say, you can't ask much more than your defense to not allow 18. Like, 18 is as good as it gets. Yeah. No, eight, 18, two touchdowns and a field goal, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. as good as it gets. Defense is doing their job in, in this in this league. Let's ride. Uh, Chicago Bears, big injury in the backfield this week. Uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, head to the IR, might miss the rest of the season. Yeah, that's not a uh, not a good not a good thing. But if you got Montgomery, I think he's gonna be uh, taking the bulk of the carries because I don't know who their their backup running back is. And I think last time Herbert went down, like Montgomery just kind of stepped it up. If he's still a little banged up though, they're gonna use the backup. I think they had a, drafted a rookie last year. Yeah, um, and uh, besides uh, some of the players you mix you mentioned for the waiver wires. Who else are you kind of looking at for some possible pickups this week uh, with all the injuries? Got a couple teams on by the Jags, the Dolphins, and the Bucks. Any yeah, other man, special I mean, pickups? If you know, if if Juju is out, which he took a pretty nasty hit, he yeah. probably will be. I'm maybe looking at Tony. I'm maybe looking at MVS. Uh, someone's gonna have to kind of step up there as well. So that's potentially a guy I could I could I could go to. Um, you know, Devin Duvernay is a guy that I'm not really looking at, but he's got yeah. that wide receiver one appeal. You he know, he's got no one else is there. Deshaun Jackson got hurt last game. So Devin Duvernay yeah. is gonna be the wide receiver one. They just they don't really throw it to their wide receivers. No. Unfortunately. Yeah, you're better off with both running backs almost, but Duvernay does have the appeal and he might run a punt return back and you'll get the points for that too. So like I I, I feel that one. Yeah, and then, you know, Hayden Hurst is a guy I'm looking at as well if he's not been picked up. I'm actually going to probably put a bid on him tonight because, yeah. again, I don't think I can keep starting Kyle Pitts. No, Hayden Hurst is definitely better than Kyle Pitts. Today. I just don't I don't want to miss the big Pitts game. Well. It might not happen. It, he has the Bears this week at home, so it, it could happen. Right, that's the thing. It's an appealing matchup. Sure, it looks great, and then he gets 3.8 points. Yeah. Also, uh, Jalen Warren out of Pittsburgh. Uh, Najee yes. Harris is getting less carries, and uh, Mike Tomlin has said he's been very impressed with Jalen Warren, the the rookie. So he could definitely be a, a deep league flex play. And um, we already talked about Isaiah Pacheco, but Darius Slayton, someone has to be a receiver in New York. Daniel Jones has been playing pretty good football this year. Yeah. Maybe Darius Slayton's that guy uh, if he can stay healthy. We've seen Slayton do some some good things for sure. So. Yeah. I'd be looking at him. Uh, you you like like a Lavisca Chenault, or is I, I I do like an Isaiah McKenzie. I think yes. that's a that's a good pickup right there. Yeah, McKenzie's got that big boomer bust for uh, you no know, touchdown. He might take a wide receiver pass for a touchdown or a handoff. Yeah. Who knows how he'll score, but somehow he finds a way into the end zone every week. So Isaiah McKenzie's definitely a good deep lead flex play this week. Uh, with the teams you mentioned for by the Dolphins, the Jags, and the Buccaneers, we get started with Thursday Night Football. We got the Titans at the Packers. 
Titans have been playing some pretty good football despite all the what I still feel like is quarterback chaos and wide receiver chaos. Somehow Vrabel's been having these guys win games. And they got the Packers this week. He's such a good coach. I mean, he <laughs> always has those boys ready. I think this could be one of the fastest Thursday night games we've watched because both teams are going to run the ball. So a yeah. uh, game could be over by uh, 11. That'd be nice. Hopefully so. If not, we're going to see a bunch of old quarterbacks throwing the ball, incomplete passes. Um, Tannehill, Aaron Rodgers, neither has looked good. And there's not many receivers or players that I like in this game. Um, I do want to go ahead and take the running backs, obviously, and Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry. But after that, uh, if Lazard can't suit up, I don't know if you can really just throw out Christian Watson as much as you want to. Yeah, if Lazard's not playing, I do like Christian If he's Watson. not playing, yeah. But also, I, I just hate Thursday night games. And I feel like this is finally a game where I don't have anyone. Like I, got, I don't got Henry. I don't have Aaron Jones. So I, I might just be chilling this week. Um, but if you got your studs, play your studs. Those are the only studs. I mean, I'm, I'm not starting A.J. Dillon. <laughs> I'm not playing A.J. Dillon. No, that's it. I'm playing those playing two Aaron studs. Rogers? I'm not. Aaron Rodgers, maybe because you have Trevor Lawrence – and Tua and Tom Brady on a bye. And Matt Stafford's hurt. I'm just saying, even in, like, two quarterback leagues, I've seen Aaron Rodgers getting benched. Yeah, it's bad. Like, st- yeah. I'm, starting Aaron Rodgers and or Ryan Tannehill right now is, like, fringe running back two, uh, quarterback two, probably quarterback three. <laughs> like, those guys are not startable options, I feel. No. Uh, 1 p.m. slate, got the Bears at the Falcons. I like the play of Montgomery here, and I like Justin Fields. And Cole Komet, I'm staying with the hot hand. Yeah, Falcons aren't known to have a good defense. Uh, you're playing Patterson. If you got Cordero on the other side, you're probably not playing Drake London. And, like, at this point, Kyle Pitts is just, you know, it's either ride or die or just throw him on the bench and live with the result. And where you at? You about to ride or go die? <laughs> I honestly don't know. It's at home against the Bears. <laughs> and, like, the Bears have looked so good. That, like, Fields has looked so good. He could carve up the Falcons. They're fighting from behind. They still got to throw, even though we've seen in games the Falcons be behind and still not throw. Yeah. Uh, who do the Bengals play? The Steelers at four? <laughs> Live thinking. Uh, Eagles at the Colts. Eagles come off their first loss. Uh, the new look Colts here. I like the play for the Eagles here. Um, Jalen Hurts, questionable, questionable in the running back field. I'm not sure which running back you love. But you got to go with Hurts and A.J. Brown, and I'm going to go with Devonta Smith. He's got to have a rebound game. Yeah, and Goddard's out now too, so um, I like the receivers even more. I think you're playing Jonathan Taylor, and if Matt Ryan plays, you can play Pittman. Yeah. How about you know? Paris Campbell? Yeah, I, th- I think – it's a good Eagles defense, though. That's the only, you know, concern. That's the only thing that maybe makes you stop is, like, it's Darius Slay, it's C.D. Deuce, Gardner-Johnson. Yeah. It's Bradbury. So, uh, you know, the Commanders didn't beat the Eagles by launching it deep. Or, well, Terry had a nice game. So, you know, yeah. shout out to McLaurin. But they controlled the game. They, run, they ran the ball. And I think that's the Colts' game plan coming into this game is, like, you know, four or five yards at a pop. A pop get first downs, control the tempo, keep Hurts and that team on the bench. The Jets at the Patriots, good divisional play here. This is a tough one for the Jets. Um, 
There's in Foxborough. Yeah, this is going to be a nasty Bill Belichick type game. I do not love many players on the Jets roster at all. I think you start Michael Carter just based off the volume. Yeah, I uh, I still like the Jets running game. Maybe Garrett Wilson as well because he's been looking like the the number one receiver with with Zach Wilson back under center. Um, but outside of that, I, I don't know. The Patriots, I, I just have a feel that they're going to win this game. Yeah, I'm liking the start of Ramondre Stevenson here. Jacoby Myers has been fantastic this season. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones, you probably shouldn't start. He's been no. been pretty bad lately. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't start Mac Jones unless like you got Tua and Brady and you're really struggling. Uh, but even then, <laughs> I got Tua and Brady, dog, <laughs> and I'm trying to find a quarterback to pick up. It's between Russell Wilson and Mac Jones. Dang, that is probably Russell Wilson because they're playing the Raiders. I think I'm gonna take Russ and try to and just just name, so name it. Brand. You yeah. feel way better putting Russell Wilson into your lineup than you do, you know, Mac Jones. That's true. That's true. Commanders at the Texans. Commanders coming off a gigantic win. I like both running back plays here. Uh, Antonio Gibson has not lost his spot. He's staying around. Brian Robinson looks good and. Curtis Samuel, Scary Terry both look good as well. The the Commanders got some plays this week. Yeah, Dotson's back as well. Um, but I don't know. Curtis Samuel, he still gets the ball. It's just been a little frustrating. You know, he's he's only getting those deep shots or those little gadget plays. Yeah. I liked when they were using him early in the middle of the field, getting first downs. But McLaurin's your your stud right now. As long as Heineke's under center, McLaurin's going to be your guy. Texans, anyone you like besides Pierce? Maybe Nico Collins if you had to. No Brandon Cooks love. Rams at the Saints. <laughs> um, if Matt Stafford does not start for the Rams, it's going to be tough to play Van Jefferson, even though he could have a possibility as a number one receiver. Yeah, are you playing Higby if that happens as well? Man, if Matt Stafford doesn't start for the Rams, I think you only like uh, Henderson. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame I wouldn't blame you for not starting any of those Rams. You don't really know how it's going to shake out after the cup yeah. injury. On the other uh, side, though, like hopefully we get Jameis. I don't know if you're starting Jameis game one, but you're starting Olave. At least if you get Jameis, you feel better about Kamara and Olave. Browns at the Bills. Bills got a rebound off of a heartbreaker. I like this game for everyone on the Bills. Um, even Isaiah McKenzie might find himself in the end zone again this week. Yeah, this seems like a 45-point Bills game. You know, the ones where Josh Allen throws five touchdowns. Yeah, this seems like Or one four points. runs for one. You know, he just has a monster day. And if that happens, could be a good game for the Browns. Um, you got to start Chubb. Amari Cooper has to rebound this game. It's going to be a shootout, I think. And if they have any chance of staying close, Jacoby Brissett's going to have to find Amari Cooper in the end zone. Um, so I would probably start Amari and Chubb. <laughs> it might be a one-man shootout. <laughs> It probably won't mess it out, yeah. Which is but, better yeah, for fantasy I owners. could I could maybe I could I could see you starting down people's Jones, you know, if you need a receiver. With um, a flex spot. Just because they're they're gonna be from, playing from behind, they're not gonna be able to run the ball as much. And there's six big time five big time receivers on bias this week. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could I could definitely see that. Uh Panthers at the Ravens. This is gonna be oh, a game that's gonna be scam. a little Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Sure. They're Ravens running the ball here. Yeah. The Panthers got a little mini buy playing Thursday, but they're going yeah. to they're going to the bank. It's it's not going to be pretty. I think the Ravens win by twenty. 
Yeah, it's going to be nasty. You got to love Mike Andrews, Gus Edwards. I'm even starting Kenyon Drake as well. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hate that play. I, I think the running back plays for Baltimore are better than the receivers. Yeah, DuVernay is definitely a deep flex option here. Um, no confidence by receiver one or two. Even if he's the top option, he really has not stepped up with Bateman being out. Yeah. Panthers, um, don't be a fool like David. You start Devonta uh, Foreman. Yeah, you do start Deontay Foreman. Start Deontay he's, Foreman. He's been he's been that guy uh, since they traded McCaffrey. Hubbard's back. Uh, Baker's starting. So DJ Moore. You uh, don't feel great about DJ Moore. I think you're still starting him just because big receivers on by. You know we don't know what your depth's like, but he gave you three points back to back weeks. It's been a tough season for DJ Moore. Yeah, up and down, mostly down. Um, Lions at the Giants. You got to hope the Lions can kind of rebound offensively here. At least DeAndre Swift, St. Brown, if he's healthy, should be a good play. I think you still have to start Jamal Williams at the flex possibly too. He's He's been getting the touches. Yeah, he's getting 15 to 20 carries a game. So, you know, that, that volume alone, if he can do something with it and find the end zone, which he's been doing, uh, is, is great for fantasy owners. I think you're still starting Swift, but – um, hopefully he just yeah. he's getting healthy and then St. Brown's back. Oh, he's healthy. He's he's here. And I think he has a big game against the Giants. Are you starting any of the Lions tight ends now that TJ's been moved to Minnesota? Not yet. I mean, you know, they got Wright and uh James Mitchell, the rookie. I think James Mitchell is gonna turn into more of the receiving uh threat, but I just don't think they're there yet. Uh Giants side. I think you like Saquon, you like yeah. Jones. Yeah. You're playing the Lions, so you have to pick a receiver for the Giants because you know one of them is going to score. You don't know which one yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my money on Slayton. I, don't, I haven't I – t- I talked about Warndell Robinson last time, man. I, I think he's pretty good, and uh, I think they try to get him involved and get the ball in his hands. But I think down the field threat, it's, it's Slayton. But whoever Okuda's on is going to be uh, having a tough time. Yeah, Jeff Kuda's been stepping up the last two weeks. Uh, 4 p.m. slate. We got just three games. Got good the Raiders slate. at the Broncos. Kind of. Um, you just cheeked yourself with that good slate shit. Uh, Raiders at the Broncos. This could be, should be a good game for Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Like, this yeah. should be the game that they kind of step up. This is a good Broncos defense, but their offense is so bad that the Raiders should be on offense a lot. Yeah, and the Raiders need a win. Like they need it bad. Bad. And I know the Broncos do too, but I think the Raiders are a little bit more desperate um, after yep. just losing to Jeff uh, Jeff Saturday. So <laughs> I, I am going to take the the Raiders in this one. Start your guys. Uh, Renfro. We didn't talk about him. He's on the IR. Waller's out. Uh, I, I don't know if you're playing Matt Collins. How about Foster? I don't hate Foster. Foster's been pretty solid. Yeah. You know, but it's it, it's tough. Like just name alone, putting Foster Moreau into your <laughs> tight end spot. <laughs> the Denver Broncos, honestly, no jokes aside, is there anyone you're starting on this team? <sighs> no, I uh, I mean I don't, like, I don't think so. Seriously, I don't know if there's anyone you could start here. The running Sutton? back room is a three-headed disaster. Are you starting Sutton? I think that's the only guy you would have to start. If you have Mike Evans and Jalen Waddle. <laughs> and, and Tyreek Hill. 
Yeah, and Tyreek Hill, then go ahead and start cameras. I mean, that's – the Broncos' offense has been so bad. Like, I think my favorite player on the Broncos is probably Latavius Murray to score a touchdown. Probably. Yeah, he's he's probably been the best running back there for sure. But I'm, but I'm not starting Latavius I'm, Murray. I'm not – yeah, I'm not touching it. Just avoid time. the Broncos at all costs. You call this a good 4 p.m. slate, and I'm effing worried No, 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 because <laughs> they flipped it. The, <laughs> the Chiefs-Chargers game got flexed. Then we got the Bengals at the Steelers. We <laughs> <laughs> got the Bengals at hey, the Steelers to wrap DP, up. Steelers coming off a big win yeah. at home. You're a Steelers fan. You yeah. See them, you see them beating the Bengals off a bye? No, this could this could not this not this might not be good. Uh, Mika's also out for several weeks. We do got TJ Watt back, so that's beautiful. Big. But uh no, for, for the Steelers here, you're probably gonna start um Probably still started Najee Harris just based off the volume being there. And uh, Deontay is not doing much still. Um, no. Pickens is getting involved. Pickens is getting involved more. I'm starting, uh, Fryer. That's, I'm starting Pat Fryermuth, tight end position. Yeah. He, he'll give you top eight numbers still. But no, you, you don't love the Steelers this week. Um, but the Bengals. Got to love your Bengals. Got to love the Bengals this week. Um, and I hate to say that, but Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, I look for both of them to have good weeks. Hayden Hurst, maybe Tyler Boyd, uh, our other deep plays, I guess. Yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, I don't know about that four p.m. slate, but we got a good Sunday night football game. No, you you missed the Cowboys and the Vikings. So the Cowboys Vikings is kind of that good prime time four o'clock game because the other two are, we're thinking are going to be pretty bad. Uh, but this is a green light game, I think. Are you able to go two wide receiver deep with the Cowboys? Um, CDs look good. Tony's look good. Yeah, I, I don't know if not, Gallup has really looked no. good worth playing yet. No, maybe it's maybe maybe it's a yellow light. Might be yellow light because <laughs> look at the Vikings. I don't know if I love the Adam Thielen play. You probably start him in a deeper league. Yeah, um, got some buys, but uh, of course you know Justin Jefferson and Dawson um, and Dalvin Cook. You know. You, love and those guys. Hawkinson's been solid. He's been getting a lot of catches. Yeah, welcome to the Twin City. TJ's you know, been good. They've been loving him there. But now let's get to the game of the week. Chiefs at the Chargers, man. Oh, always a good one. Love love watching Mahomes and Herbert Sunday night. Because they, yeah. they miss, this is the next 10 years, you know? <laughs> and that's what we got. Like, two two great quarterbacks dueling it out. Uh, this is a great light game. There's something, there's something wrong with the Chargers. I, I think yeah. if they get Keenan and Mike Williams back this week, uh, maybe those problems are fixed, but without those guys and only Eckler being kind of the main source of the offense, they've been struggling. I was going to say something wrong with them. They don't have any wide receivers. Um, yeah. yeah. Keenan Allen and Mike Will both have missed several games this season. You know, you're, you're looking at two unproven guys in Joshua Palmer and DeAndre Carter to step up. Huge. They've been good. They've been, they've good. been good, but you're expecting them to step up with 110, 115-yard Pro, Pro Bowl yeah. game. And that's just not really fair for them. You know, the expectations just aren't there. Um, I agree. But this is a game where I think you can start both of them this week confidently if Keenan Allen does not suit up. Um, You love Austin Eckler this week. Um, And for the Chiefs, with no Juju Smith-Schuster possibly, it gets very interesting on that receiver end. Yeah, I don't know really who you're starting. You're kind of just – that's a play where you're hoping one of you guys catches the touchdown, catches the bomb, either Tony, MBS, uh, Nico Hardman, 
I think besides, you're just think, you hope the lightning strikes. Besides Travis Kelsey, I think Hardman would be my might be my Hard, favorite, yeah. the safest pickup, and only because I I'm just gonna guess without Juju there, that's another guy that Pat can 100% rely on. But Kadarius Tony, I, I think MBS is gonna step up too, and Tony had a great game. Kadarius Tony looked really good. Yeah, and they're just gonna get him more involved too, like. He's a very good athlete, very fast. First career uh, touchdown, so congratulations to him. Wide open, like <laughs> butt naked open. And he still had a toe tap in. Of course, the one leg, it was great. <laughs> Monday so night, uh, 49ers against the Arizona Cardinals. We got a good Monday night, man. I'm excited about this one. I'm looking for Debo Samuel to have a comeback game. Yeah. But I'm still cautious on George Kittle. Hopefully uh, Kyler plays. Yeah. yeah, without Kyle, this is a whole different game. I agree. But but uh, I mean, I'm I'm playing James Conner. It's a good 49ers defense, but I'm still playing Conner. I'm playing Rondell Moore too. He's been he's been good. Yeah. Uh, now that Zach Ertz is gone, you know he's gonna have to step up too and take some of those those catches. And Hopkins, Nuke, he's been just a beast. How about the how about the Cardinals cutting Eno Benjamin today? Yeah, I mean, you, you watching Hard Knocks? You gonna, you gonna nah, like I can't wait to see him get cut on on on, that, on live TV. I guess he was uh, he was upset about his role, and when Connor came back, kind of just got shoved to the back and wasn't playing. And I think he uh, he got cut. Maybe he's gonna get picked up on waivers. We'll see if a team claims him. Yeah, no, he's definitely a good talent. Played well without James Connor. Um, fantasy owners, that's somebody that you probably just want to hold on to while you have him on your roster there. Kind of see where he lands that before you just drop him off in the waivers. On the Niners, though, I you got some guys there like Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Ayuk. Like those are five guys that I think you can start. You're confident. You're comfortable starting Elijah Mitchell this week again against the Cardinals Monday night. Why not? I think like they're not going to run McCaffrey until they have to down the down the line in the playoffs. So, like, they're going to use Elijah Mitchell. He's not going to, you know, be phased out of this game plan. Oh, uh, cleats of the week, man. Got to go to the Minnesota Kirk. Kirk. Thuggins. Kirk Thuggins. <laughs> Kirk uh, Thuggins, man. <laughs> I'm so mad. They, that was the only reason I was happy the Vikings won that game, because I wanted to see Kirk on the plane. But they didn't do it. They, they, they knew it. We were waiting for it. So, they had Pat uh, Keaton in the chains. You see Heineke, too? Yeah, Taylor Heineke's. Heineke's taking over the uh, Kurt Thuggins. It don't, it don't look the same when you have four fantasy points, though. Sorry, Heineke. <laughs> <laughs> you have four fantasy points, though. Big yeah. celebration. Hey. Let's go. It don't look the same, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, fantasy football, survival draft. I lost my technicality because I did yeah. use Josh Allen twice. Deshaun <laughs> didn't catch it. I didn't catch it, so... I no, I, I I caught it, but like you know, I held on to that information. Whack, lame sauce. Lame I sauce. didn't, I didn't, but but like uh, I, sh- I should have, I couldn't. So, so, so now we even squared up, two apiece. I'll still um, let you pick first. What what a guy, what what a I'll, gentleman here. I'll still give you the first pick. Well, with the first pick, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the enemy of my team this week. I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow. Oh, you really on the Burrow's gonna have a big game train. Yeah, I think he's going to have to bounce back. Um, he gave you 13 fantasy points. I think he'll show me a little bit more love. Yeah, no, I'm with that. All right, well, I'm going to have to go with his 
backfield, mate, and give me Joe Mixon. Mr. Dependable, man. What a fantasy game he had a couple of weeks back. Five tutties? Five. Insane. Yeah, Mr. Dependable for sure. Um, All right, I'm going to stay with – I'm going to go with my man Jonathan Taylor out of the Colts. Jeff Saturday there, he probably lost around the ball, right? Yeah, no, I I think that's the way they they win. You know, they (laughs) run the ball. Like that's that's how the commanders beat them. So I, I actually do, I like that pick a lot. Uh, for my receiver, let me get my dude, CD Lamb. Vikings four o'clock game. I think they need another win uh, after that bad loss against Green Bay. So I think Dallas pulls this out and CD has another big day. You ain't gonna like this pick, but I'm going for the juggler this week after my disappointing oh, horse fit. I gotta, I, I gotta go. I gotta go tight end. No. I gotta go Kelsey, man. Right, Primetime football. Primetime football. I know what Travis is about to do. I had to. That, that's fine, cause I'm just gonna answer with my flex spot. Also go for the jugular, Stephon Diggs. Ooh, okay. Give me some big plays. Okay. Just a little got talent all around here. Got some talent. A little bit safer. Uh, I'm gonna match that wide receiver position. Like I said, we 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 are here this week. I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson. Oh, he's, we are here. Let's see if he can stay hot. He's been probably the best receiver of the last two weeks of football. Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. Let me get for my tight end. I think I just got an answer. Can't <laughs> get Mark Andrews. Oh, pending that he plays. I was gonna say if he doesn't play though, you might have to get a keep a backup close to you. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Hawkinson if he doesn't play. We're squatting up this week. The Avengers. Yeah, no, we're we're definitely squatting up because at quarterback, I'm taking the stack. Give me Josh Allen. Oh, he's gonna give you his. That's gonna give me Josh. Give me Josh Allen. He's he's poised to get 50 points this week. I mean, it's it, it was written in the stars. <laughs> yeah, he's poised for a big game. All right, we we got a good matchup this week. Should be very high scoring. Should both score over 100 points for sure this week. Um, but, hey, man, somehow we are fantasy weeks through fantasy football. Playoffs starting very soon. Around the corner. Get your lineups right, man. Make your, make your final trades. If your trade deadline hasn't passed, you don't have one. Uh, this, is, this is money time. This is it. Four more weeks until... Until you all that all that off-season studying you did, you know, pays off. Exactly, you would take.